All right, I'm here with Rob Johnston, Meet the Creatives. Meet yeah. the Creatives, that's, uh, oh, of course, yeah, it's on every platform. So, just Yeah, like, Spotify, iTunes. Yeah. As I mentioned before the podcast, I have a YouTube channel, but it's, uh, it's kind of terrible right now. But it will be dope soon. I'm working with some people that are going to help me uh, take that next level. So, do you ever do you do like anything else like Instagram or anything like that? Yeah, uh, I'm on Instagram as Meet the Creatives NY, and then I'm also a photographer, um, and that is Rob Johnston twenty four nineteen on Instagram. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want to have like some like short Instagram handle. Like it'd be cool to do that, but I just had that, and it always felt like pretentious to change it. So I, I don't even know if I can change it, but. Uh, so that's where my my photography stuff is, and then Meet the Creatives uh, is all over Instagram, and basically it's iTunes, Spotify, um, Apple Music, and and Instagram that are like my main kind of go to. So, how did you get started on the Instagram kind of podcast? Like, I feel like that's like a difficult thing to try out. Um. Yeah. Well, it was. It started off the podcast as I mentioned before. Um, and there are some other episodes that like people can listen to if they want to like learn more about this. I just kind of, you know, for the people who are going to hear this and know me kind of thing. Um, so the podcast almost kind of started by accident. Um, I had an, so I had a, like I made a YouTube channel, didn't have a podcast. Then I did like six or seven episodes and my friend, uh, Justin Genak was like, Hey man, you should be on Simplecast and have a podcast. And you know, most of the streaming can come through iTunes. So then that happened. And then. Um, I really, I realized there, like there was a direct correlation between Instagram and like my Instagram, like having engagement and then there are also being engagement and people downloading on iTunes. So, uh, it's just been a gradual progression of trying to, uh, trying to learn all that. Yeah. But at this point though, I realized that while Instagram like has an effect, podcasts are strange and that the momentum could actually on people downloading could actually surpass people engaging on Instagram. So I have far more downloads in relationship to the amount of people that are engaging with something on Instagram, which is kind of kind of really neat because it just shows like with, with um, you know, with podcasts, you really are people's fingertips and like they don't even have to go on Instagram. It's just kind of like already in the scroll, you know? Yeah, it's such a passive like it's audio form. So like you could do a million different things and listen to it as long as you want. Yeah, exactly. It could be it could be like three minutes, and people are like, "Cool, I like three minutes. Three minutes sounds good." Like, some people find them annoying, but some people find them really helpful. People who are you know really busy, so you can break up the format in all different ways. There are no rules. That's what I love the most about podcasts that there are literally no rules, unlimited possibility. I get so hyped thinking about that kind of stuff because you know Instagram is powerful. I think in today's culture, it, ha- it has this reputation of being like divisive and like superficial, but the utility that can come from Instagram is, it has, you know, it's never happened before in human history. And it's like kind of a miracle. I really get like really optimistic about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of like the future of audio in that way is going to be like, I think it's going to be bigger than it is in YouTube. I know YouTube's pretty big, but like I feel like podcaster. They're still young. I mean, I feel like a lot of people are starting now. Um, oh, for sure. And it's so easy with like a bunch of apps that are free to post your podcast. Like I started like two years ago. Stuff like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I started like two years ago, and you know, I didn't know a bunch of podcasts. I knew there was places you could pay, and I wasn't, right. I, was, I wasn't like into that. I was like, oh, I could do this myself, but like it takes like hours to set up a podcast, like through. 
through. Yeah, to, su- to submit it and everything like that. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like an, an annoying task um, to, to do it first because people like, you know, they, they want like a short answer. It's like, where's the, where's like, you know, I think people have in their head, like, where's the button I go click to have a podcast? And it's a little bit, it's a little bit harder than that. And it takes like some, you know, some patience, but, but, you know, it's nothing that you, you or I or anyone can't do. Like, you know, you, it's kind of just, you know, you follow directions. It's like making a website. Like, yeah, it takes a little while, but the ROI and it's crazy if you do it right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the podcast is kind of the future and we're, we're moving more towards audio than video. I feel like I don't watch oh, that totally. many videos anymore. I find myself every day, like more and more and trying to get away from the screens. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, you know, we are still kind of like in the, I mean, I wouldn't say like the infancy of the internet, but in the grand scheme of like the world and like time that has passed, like we've only had the internet and this screen, like the screen technology for a little bit. And to me, when I see somebody like, you know, walking down the street, like totally um, enveloped in their phone, mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of like the the primitive version of what's to come. And I think that it, that the future is going to look more like, you know, I think that voice I already see it like when I wake up in my house and I use Alexa, you know, I have like a flash briefing. I, I use it to turn the lights on and off. I mean, I turned the lights on and off in my, in my house with my voice in 2018. Like, you know, like, you know, what's it going to be like in five, 10 years from now? So I think that we're going to go as a human, as human beings, we'll go further and further away from screens and closer to something that's more like natural and mm. yeah, or at least, you know, AR uh-huh. with natural environment, not just like, you know, focused on a little screen like you can make the screen as big as you want but it's still going to be i think it, I, it's yeah it's still the first iteration you know you know what i mean yeah 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 i find myself never like there's this new thing with iphones it's like siri shortcuts and you just talk to it and it takes you to the app or things like you can make it do like a hundred th- different things and i don't know if i've tried that yet oh it's a new feature it's on the ios 12 so um Basically, you can Let's set it up. I love, I love this kind of stuff. <laughs> so basically, you can like add like um, anything pretty much to it. It's very customizable in the sense of like it could take you to your notes. Like, hey Siri, open notes. This, do this, do that. You know, it's like A B C D, and like it's just like so versatile. And like now, I don't really text. Like when I even when I text as well, I don't really. I'm I'm using my voice most of the time. Um, it's hard right. to get used to because if you're used to just typing, texting, and clicking. Um, yeah, it's really it's really hard to get out of the habit. But once you get out of it, like, and I you mean, learn how to kind of talk to it, like it's uh, that's what's kind of been weird for me is that as I I can now speak like robot, <laughs> like nobody's home and in the middle of the day, and like I have to get it to do it on the first time. I know the perfect way to enunciate so I can get it to like listen like right away. Like when I talk to Siri and I have it like schedule appointments. Uh-huh. It's almost every time it's like perfectly like, I don't know. It's like the technology is getting better understanding what I'm saying. And, and it's like, I'm getting better at like in, interfacing with the technology. So it's in a weird way. We're kind of like these, as Elon Musk said, we're kind of like these like cyborgs, you know? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I feel, I feel that a lot. I'm like, that's already happening. Like people are, don't get it twisted. That's yeah. Already yeah. Like, I, like the, we're already uh, in bed with the robots. It's already yeah. happening. <laughs> and then you see the features like screen like how much screen time you use i'm like looking at this i'm like ah i spent about like four or five hours maybe even more I, I looked at it the other day it didn't seem right i was on my phone all day and it was like you were on the like you were on your phone for like 45 minutes today i was like i was on my phone for like four hours today like what? yeah i don't know how <laughs> accurate it is about? i think yeah. it only tracks really apps 
certain apps, but like I, I feel like it's a little off because I'm like four hours. I don't like you know. It's so, yeah. but it that's what it's kind of going towards. Like, how long do you spend on this? How long? Like, like I don't spend any time on YouTube. I think it said like one minute, and I was like, oh yeah, I did try to watch a video, and I was like, ah, oh, this is terrible. I, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have it in your head, like you did all this stuff, but really you kind of just like went from one thing to the. That's like one of the weird things that I realized when I look at like at my, because I'm very like an, uh, as you could probably tell from this conversation so far, I'm, I'm obsessed with technology, and uh, I use like all different platforms. So like I'll watch like Boomerang on my phone, the cartoon. I don't know if you know about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's this uh, cartoon. Mm-hmm. By the way, I just put PSA while we're here just to talk about something fun. Boomerang is the coolest thing ever. It has like all the old animations from all the old shows. It's awesome. So that, Apple TV, Xbox, like I'm all over the place. And I have ADD. So like, so, uh, but when I look back on like the course of the day and like the history, I'm always amazed at like the way we consume things in 2018. It's not like, uh, like it's not like full, it's not usually like full movies. It's usually like five minutes here, five minutes here. That's just like so weird. I wonder what that does in terms of like learning and like over the long term. It's yeah. that like short our attention span, you know? Yeah, and I feel like technology's helped you so much. I mean you can Google pretty much anything and you can find something. Um and like just learn YouTube videos. Some people learn better from audio than videos. I feel like I'm one of those people. I do, for sure. Like for sure. some people are like, I have to watch the video in order to get what's going on and see what's going on. I'm like, I don't need that. I just need someone to talk to me about it. Like what is yeah. going on? How do you how do you do that? Um, and and sometimes I listen to LinkedIn Learning when I when I walk and when I run, and so it'll be like he'll be talking about like theory about things. So it's not something I necessarily have to see, but he'll be talking about composition. And if I visualize it in my head, it's actually a way better experience than like looking at the screen and being like, oh well, they got it, so I got it. Whereas if you're listening to it, you're like it's kind of like reading. You're like envisioning, and it's a more you know powerful thing so yeah the, i think I, there's so much potential in audio yeah yeah and then i look at like for learning especially for school like i don't know how many times khan academy saved me from failing a test i think about five so it's What's like khan academy i don't know what that is what you never seen khan academy so it basically has like, i graduated like like two or three years are you so wait when did you graduate are you still in uh, school or no i recently graduated uh yeah this is me so I, I thought like, like this was my lifesaver. Even I don't know. It's been four years. It's basically like it has a bunch of courses on there, and the way they teach and they always update the videos at least every six months. So like you kind of have an idea. Some of them are a little older than others. Like of course, psychology is going to change, or math is not going to change as much as like psychology or anything like that. So right. like it kind of has like the structure. So it has like courses that you would take in college, and, oh. and you just do them. Yeah, I'm kind of looking for that, like the LinkedIn learning, but of like college stuff, right, right, right. that's yeah. cool, like academic yeah, sort yeah. of stuff, right, that's cool. And like, of course, they're like, they're, I don't know if they're licensed professors, but they're pretty close to it. Good enough. Yeah. Better, like, than, better than your community college, than, yeah. my, than my community college professors and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so like, that's how I learned, and, or just figure, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, shut up. So, <laughs> shut up, my, my subpar education, love it. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think it's cool though because like people who have like they feel like they didn't get everything in, in regular college, they kind of have this chip on their shoulder. So I think people like that are more inclined. Like a lot of people I know that are really into like further education, didn't necessarily go to like Yale or something. They yeah. went to a school where they got like most of it and enough to be like, I need to learn more. You know? 
Yeah, and like I'm a huge science person. Like I I I did finance, so that was like my like I love that stuff. But like I also, you know, at one point I was like, I'm gonna be an engineer. I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna do all these other things. And I was so like, bad at math. That was so far from my reality. Being uh, an engineer, I was like so bad at math, bro. For real. Like if you were to be like, what's like 42 plus 27? I'd I would probably, I, I would literally have to get out like a pen and paper and like write that down. Like I, my math skills are broken. I don't know what happened. I moved when I was young and like the two math things like weren't together. I could never be an engineer. Sorry, ADD, continue your story. Yeah, yeah. So I try. I was like, I'm going to be an engineer. This is what I'm going to do. I mean, I, I did a lot of like, you know, coding in high school. I, that was like my bread and butter. People would ask me to do websites in high school Nice. They were in college and stuff like that. So like I'd be like, oh, let me. I can make you a dope website. It was like you charge, you charge for them, or you're just like I'm trying to learn. Uh, I, uh, I, of course, I think every time you gotta kind of give more than you take. So right. I, I uh, started off free, and then you know, That's fine. I did it t- ten bucks, and then I was like, this is a lot of work for ten bucks. I think it's spent- yeah, yeah. It's you- kind of like this sitting there on like the fourth hour, like man, I really should have charged for this. That's, yeah. that's how you raise your prices. Just keep doing the work, and eventually you're gonna be like, I don't want to sit here for this amount of money anymore. That's yeah, so funny. yeah. And then people start referring you to other people, and then right. bi- then businesses come in, and you're like, I can help you out. Like, yeah. And then uh, and then in college, then, then you start soliciting yourself after that too, because yeah. then people start hitting you up, and then you start hitting people up, and then you start. That's when you start like really stacking paper. That's yeah. what I realize. It's like when when you're getting referrals and you're going out and getting it too. Yeah. That's like that makes for a really good month for freelancers. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was always trying. Like I hate free time. I really do. Like, like it has to be my my time has to be consumed by something. Even like if, you know, like sitting around. Is that what I mean? I mean sitting around. I'm okay with that if we're like talking or something. But like, right. If it's something like if we're not doing anything, like we're just there, kind of like I mean we can yeah, chit chat. Yeah. Yeah. Or if we're not doing something I productive. I hate that too. Yeah. So, like, I try to make every kind of moment count, even though, it, you know, of course you need a break every now and then, but, like, my breaks are, like, doing a podcast. That I feel right. like, this is not work. This is not work. This is absolutely No, I don't feel that way at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. Like, when people, when, like, when we had this coming up, like, I love it. It's just, uh, I mean, it's cool because you don't get to have conversations like this. Like, the podcast is kind of this way to, to have these kind of cool, long-form conversations, which I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't necessarily, like, if I was, like, in the middle of the day, and my friend was like, hey, you want to sit down and talk for an hour? Like one of my best friends could say that. And I'd be like, mm, I don't know, man. I got a lot of stuff to do today. But, but if it's like a podcast, like, fuck yeah, hell yeah. And then it's, so they're, they're only fun. That's why I try and tell people. Like the editing sometimes could be a little bit of hard work. But like the long form conversations, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I try not to edit it as much. I used to, I think in like the middle slash beginning. Well, the beginning, I didn't know anything. I think that's how right. it all starts. I was like, click record. Are we recording? Is this good? And because, like, you know, I didn't know, like, yeah. is this, you know, sometimes it doesn't work. Like, I've lost some really good podcasts to, to the ether. And I'm like, that's so funny. I've, I've, I don't think I've ever actually fully lost one. But so many people I talk to have had that experience. And, and now I have this anxiety, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose one. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah, and then I was like, well, I need a hard drive to put these in. And, you know, if you have, um, like, uh, I have I use MacBook for recording and all, everything. And yeah, same. I, it's just, like, crazy to me that, like, you know, like, I'm not, I never black, back up anything to a cloud. It just doesn't work. Um, I mean, they work sometimes. They work good for me. But, like, yeah, you need to get yourself, like, 
an SSD or something like this, like something that like yeah, hell yeah, I could throw this on the floor and it could, I could try to shatter it and it wouldn't, it wouldn't really right. do anything. Um, yeah, I love those big like two terabyte ones. It's just like there's no confusion. Yeah, like I have everything. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like you could upload like video or whatever. Sorry. By the way, I'm sick. For anyone who's like hearing sniffling, I apologize. It's okay. I sound like it's, it's okay. I've done this podcast sick many, many times. Yeah, <laughs> many, many times, and like I look shot in the video. We should probably just do the audio. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I say. I don't know, but I try to like the. I don't know. It's really interesting to me, like um, how we kind of look at losing podcasts, like losing a podcast was is so like crazy to me like i'm like i had this conversation with someone and now i can't share it oh, with like anybody. this precious thing yeah. yeah so funny and then like i can't remember which ones i lost and then i'm like searching either on my computer or somewhere like i guarantee i don't know maybe they're on the file that i didn't even know like i put somewhere sometimes they can get uploaded accidentally to your icloud you should check you will probably go to your icloud and there's going to be like seven of the podcasts that you thought you lost yeah. right there in your icloud I for sure know I lost four, maybe five. Uh, Damn, bro. <laughs> I know. It, it's it's like really bad. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this right. This is going to be perfect. This well, how long ago was that? Were these recently or no? One was recent. The other three were like a year ago. Oh, that's were, fine, bro. That's fine. They were like back to back. But it's just it's Ooh. just crazy. And you're well, like, I know these girls, Roxy and Phoebe. Shout out uh, Drunk on Lettering. They have an awesome podcast. For real. Like if you like like uh, like – I don't know. If you like lettering or like the de- uh, design, those girls are awesome. But they had a podcast with this guy, and uh, they so they so they have a producer, and then and then the two of them, and then the guy, on Skype or whatever. So they did a podcast, and then it didn't save, mm-hmm. and then they got him a gift, and then on the card, it. Uh, I'm trying to think if I'm remember, remembering this properly, but I, I know like the gist of it. And then, uh, so they got him a gift. They're like, please come back on the podcast. We would love to do this again. And they did it again. And then they got to the end. And then again, it didn't, it, it didn't save. And then uh, he didn't talk to them ever again. Dang. See, I feel and like. It's, and they talk about it like on like the podcast and stuff. And they talked about it like at live events. Uh-huh. And still nothing from this guy. Like that's so fucked up. Yeah. yeah. I think he's dramatic, by the way. Like, I, come on, man. Like, if, uh, like your time's really that important. Like, I get it. It's like, what the fuck? Definitely. But it's not, you know, like, they've, like, publicly apologized for it. Well, I try to tell everybody, like, your podcast lost. <laughs> it went to the, you know, I don't know. It's gone. It's just gone. Well, it went to podcast heaven. And hopefully they have yeah. a good sense of humor. want to redo it. Yeah. And usually, I try, you know, they, they're usually receptive and, like, come back on. And then I'm yeah. like, for sure, this one is going to be recorded. Because I have, like, three backups. So I'm like, click, 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 click. Using yeah. a bunch of different things, screen. You can also just put your, uh, you can also just put your phone. This is a little hack for you. I've done this before, and it's actually I've had it. This is one of the ways I didn't have a go. Is uh, I'll put my my phone on voice memo, and then just lay it on my keyboard so that it's hearing my voice and their voice. So it's like it would be crappy audio, but like you wouldn't lose the audio. So put your phone on air, your iPhone on airplane mode, and then put on voice memos. On, and then like lay it on top of your laptop and make sure your laptop's plugged in so it doesn't um, the fan doesn't come on. But you know if you God forbid had no audio, that would be a way that you you would not have to do the redo the podcast. You could be like, well, I have this, and then hopefully we can redo it. But it's weird. I've actually never like talked about this technicality stuff with people out loud. Yeah, I'm well, always just like home, like working alone in like a dark room. 
<laughs> well, that's the way to do it. Figuring think, out all this shit that like is like no one else knows. It's weird. Well, I think a lot of people. I think that no one else knows. Obviously, man, people know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of people have different ways of doing it. And, like people would start in so many different ways. Some people start like, you know, on their website. Like I know a person that started a podcast just on their website. Yeah, I did. I did that. And then, but, but they were YouTube videos on my website. I think they were like native to his website. So like. You would have to search for his website to look at his podcast. Right. I was like, I was like that's crazy. So you had to get people to just go to your website because you didn't have a YouTube channel. You didn't have that. Um, but yeah, yeah. I find that interesting. So they didn't always have, and that's what I'm saying. Like they didn't always have all this like utility, like all, all these, you know, like Facebook groups. Like they were a thing, but they suck. Like you know, iTunes, the iTunes podcast thing. It's kind of buried now because obviously. And the reason for that is they have a lot, a lot of things that are far more ROI positive to Apple. So like, for example, people buying movies and buying iTunes and stuff. Like, that's more profitable to them. That's why pot, like podcasts were not always at the forefront. But they used to be like, you couldn't find podcasts on iTunes. Whereas now, like, almost everyone that you talk to, or you know, every time someone's got headphones in, like, you almost assume they're listening to a podcast or something of that nature. But it was only like two, three years ago where that totally wasn't a thing. And like, a pot, you know, the podcast feature was like hidden within, you know, the iTunes interface. Where, you know, then, I mean, like for most people, that was most people's experience. I mean, I'm sure there were other things out there. But now there's like Simplecast, there's Anchor, there's Spotify. There's so many more ways to access it now, which is like so cool. And I feel like that's only gonna, that frontier, so to speak, will only get bigger, you know? Yeah, yeah, especially with Android phones, because like, you know, I feel like I think iTunes or Apple Podcasts is the biggest one, and then you have probably Spotify is up there, but like Google Play's there, like everybody uses like these ones because they can't get, if it was Apple, I think Apple Podcasts would kind of rule the world if they had it on uh, Android as well. Um, Right, Because yeah, for sure. You know, people think like iPhones are the the best. I mean, I'm an iPhone fanatic, but right. in the grand scheme of things, like, you know, there's so many people with iPhones, but there's totally way more people with with uh, Android. Oh, globally, yeah, 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 for sure, yeah, definitely. Like, you know, some guy in well, China. Well, that's why I look at the numbers. It's actually like if you actually look at the analytics of like who listens, it's it's like sixty forty. So I'm a, I'm in the United States here, so most people have iTunes in the United States, so that's what that accounts for the sixty percent, and but then the forty percent is like the rest of the world that listens to it because pretty much all of them, like for the most part, have like uh, Android or, or other alternatives, and that but Apple is like aggressively, um, it's actually been in the news recently, aggressively like expanding into other countries, and you know the the monopoly continues as they're almost a trillion dollar company. Which is insane to think about, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like imagine Tim Cook, like damn, bro. Like you're the you're the CEO of a tr- of a trillion, and you know that number is disputed, but like whatever, it's in the neighborhood of a trillion dollars. Like that's insane. That's so crazy. I, that's why I love tech. Because people are like, what's the big deal? I'm like, it's everything. It's everything. Like it, it's it's the world we live in. Like Mark Zuckerberg and Tim Cook and like these guys are like running how we live our life and that's that's so fascinating to think of it like that and they are there's no disputing it it's like jeff bezos mark zuckerberg like you know elon musk with all like these things i just just, i think it's such a good like a cool time to be alive if you're into technology because it's like 
so much faster than it's ever been. And it's growing, you know, I love this shit as you can tell. I can keep going, but I'll stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like what you think is cool now might not be cool in like five years. That's what I'm saying. That's this so, is going to be like, primitive nonsense in 10 years. Like, yeah. Like I always tell people like, yeah, Apple's great. No, I think I feel like Apple's pretty died down, but I feel like Amazon's going to go out the roof just because it's like, yeah, man, I'm buying. Like I don't buy if it, I mean, I really don't buy anything from anywhere else. I mean, if I think about it, like if I need, like I have a whiteboard here and yep. Amazon straight Everything. up Amazon, yeah. and then printer, Amazon microphones, Amazon, any charger I get, it's from Amazon. It's just yeah. like the convenience factor of like click, boom, it's being sent two days. I mean, of course that's going to get faster. I think they could yeah, def- oh yeah. definitely do it. Well, like where's the, where's the friction in it? Right. So like, so that's what, to me as, as somebody who is a designer and somebody who's thinking about not just design in terms of like graphics and color, but design in terms of the way we lead our, our lives. Like, uh, the one thing we value the most, and this is, you know, I've got this from like Gary Vee and from other sources, but I, you know, I just agree with it. Like the one thing that we value the most in a, in a fast paced world is, is like the illusion of time. So like, you know, getting an Uber, like you'll see, like Gary says, like you'll see like ta- taxis passing you like one after the other. But like we are in love with the notion of like saving time and doing things faster and more and more convenient. And I think that, you know, once voice kind of takes over the home and people can be like, you know, it, it's rather than looking at a visual interface, you're dealing with an, an, an intricate audio interface that gets you whatever you want. So like, you know, if I have like a favorite pair of Jordans, I'm going to be able to assign like that is my shoe. Like this is what I think the future of like e-commerce looks like. Like I like this certain kind of Jordans, right? And I could say, I could just literally say out loud in my house, Alexa, buy me like buy me a new pair of Jordans. Like I shouldn't even say that because you could probably do it right now, but like that's gonna be so dope. And like, I feel like that's why where Amazon's gonna go even more. Like where people are logging in and going on now, but like where Amazon is really gonna take over is the moment when it's like, Alexa, I need I need milk, and then it's like Amazon milk right away. Like that's gonna be. I think she just ordered me milk. I have to see after the podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I mean, I mean, like, if you think they're powerful now, and like, you think like, wow, Jeff Bezos bought Whole Foods, like, that's mm-hmm. just the, that's just like the beginning. Yeah, I think I think Amazon could buy like big, really big brands like Nike. Eventually, like they could buy they could buy some stuff. I think they can, and they're I think they're going to. Yeah. I think that Whole Foods was just kind of like the letting the market know, hey, like we're about to get weird, and it's gonna be all like that's gonna be great for the consumers though because we're going to have like the choices we're going to have and the, the competition uh-huh. is going to be so good. I mean, the prices at Whole Foods, I used to live right across from Whole Foods. The prices when Amazon took over, like came down almost half. Yeah. Yeah. That's... yeah like they will put every place out of business. Like that's their, I think that's their goal. Yeah. They're just outgrowing that everything. That's really what they're consuming everything. I mean, like I think small, like, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people make a lot of complaints about like, oh, it's not helping small businesses. But I feel like small businesses, if you're making a clothing line, you're still good. Um, right. Because you can still start it. And, you know, it's it's mostly about social, I think, in that terms of like just like getting people, you know, marketing on Facebook, marketing here, marketing there. Like just testing things out. I don't feel like a lot of people test things out when they start something like that. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I even saw like when I moved this month and switching gears off of like Amazon and stuff like that. You know, I I, I think that 
we could, you know, we could talk about the power of these companies and like what they're capable of. But like, if we're just talking about like what what exists in current day, like there are so many different utilities, I guess you can call them, whether it be like you know, um, like Facebook Marketplace, for example. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with. You can make so much money on yeah. Facebook Marketplace; it's insane. Yeah, I sold my old G-Shock watch for like eighty-five dollars the other day, and I had like fifteen people fighting over who who would come get it. Uh-huh. People from people from my neighborhood, they just rolled up and gave me eighty-five bucks. I was like, here, take the watch, have fun. Like that is crazy. There's just so much stuff like where you can sell online. Um, we sold. I sold out every live event I've ever had for Meet the Creatives on promoted, untargeted promoted posts on Instagram. Um, but those, those, that, that kind of stuff always changes. Like in, in a year from now, this will seem, this conversation will already be out of date. There'll be some newer way or there'll be some platform that's oversaturated. So, yeah. And I feel like, like you should do it now. Cause like that stuff gets expensive. I remember when like, I was going you, to, sure. you, I don't know how much Instagram promotion is or anything like that, but I remember when it was like 50 cents for like a thousand people, something like that. Right. And was, yeah, I know it's, it's already like wait, it's already gone up so much in the last like six months, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that when companies like Procter and Gamble and um, like I, I worked at the Hershey Company and I saw how much money they were spending, like when they get when they decide and they are, are they're kind of already starting to, but when they deploy all that money that they were going to do on like um, uh, out of home signage and billboards and stuff like that, if they if if they ever reallocate that money. And dump all of that into uh, like targeted social mm. ads, and just like get in the Ugh. scroll. Oh no! Like people like you and I are screwed. But like, for real, I'm yeah, being dead yeah. serious. Like we're like it'd we don't be, even have a fighting chance. It'd be like a hundred bucks just to get to a thousand people. Like that's that would be. It, it should be. That's the thing. Is that ah <laughs> oh, no? Don't tell these companies. I don't know. I feel like they know. They, they know, know, but they're just they just don't do it. Like I don't know what yeah, they're it waiting. Is. That's what I'm saying. They're they're waiting until until they have that. You know. Believe me, when when those companies show up with checks in hand, people like like small businesses and stuff are gonna yeah you know that's just the way it works. It's just the way government works is you know, I don't know. I'm optimistic, but I'm also like realistic about this stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll eventually get there. I don't know. I feel like they're so so tied down by like their old kind of old school stuff. Like people just get stuck in the past. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and well, you saw it with Toys R Us now that they're making like a resurgence again or whatever. But like, um, yeah, a lot of these places are very tied to the past. You know what I mean? I've worked at a lot of companies that just have old school thinking. And I just like left my, you know, left my gig there or whatever. And would just be like, wow, they're going to go out of business. So like, like it's just going to be a slow um, kind of like deterioration because that there are these like fast, young, nimble companies that are just getting their freak on and doing whatever they want and doing promoted ads and doing this kind of, you know, really smart targeting. And then there are old companies that are just like, yeah, we've always done it this way and we're going to do another big ad on, you know, during the football game. Like it's going to be, I, there got the C, I, I, he used to be, I think he was the CEO or like something like the CEO at Home Depot or something. He was on the, the Ask Gary V show and he's, he made this analogy that, like the biggest companies in the world um, are like, they're very wealthy and they can wear many, many jackets. But the environment that we are, that we are in is like really, really, really like cold. So they can't feel it. So they're like insulated. And when you're insulated, that's when all of a sudden it's like bankrupt. 
because small companies, as they're trying to grow, they're really like, and they have their eye on the prize and they're looking at the analytics and seeing and being realistic about what's working. They're working in reality. Whereas big companies that have all this insulation and all of these people and all this infrastructure, it's kind of like a slow process where it's going to get worse. So I don't know. I'm no businessman, but I think that the, some of the biggest brands in the world that we know today will not be here in five, 10 years because they're just too, you know, some of them are too big, but they have a shit ton of money. So we'll see. Yeah. People yeah. adapt. You know what I mean? People, the money would just, people adapt. It's just, will they adapt quick enough is the question. I mean, I think that's the same with like oil and gas. I think they're just waiting till you know Elon Musk gets everything settled up. Then they're just gonna start competing with them. It just takes time. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not really qualified to talk on this stuff, so I don't want to talk about it like too much. But ah, <laughs> uh, this is I don't know. I feel like okay, so this is another. <laughs> this is not a pet peeve, but like I think it's like talking about stuff you don't understand is such a good thing because it makes you kind of uncomfortable, in the well, sense of like. You know, a lot of people want to talk about stuff they know. Like, I absolutely right. know this. I absolutely like. I understand how yeah, to make websites. Yeah, twenty to thirty percent of what yeah. I just said was was not probably based in facts. Uh, uh, nothing like like <laughs> we don't really. No, live a lot. In facts, a lot of it. Yeah. A lot of it's right. But you know, you, I yeah. I'm just uh, as Joe Rogan yeah. says, I'm just repeating shit that other smart people have already figured out. Well, but like I, but I haven't necessarily like done the research. But I trust the people I heard it from. So. Yeah, but I, I feel like everyone does that. Everyone listens to their own like little like echo chamber. It's like this is fact. I'm right. I think when you so. listen to so many people, like I listen to a lot of people, but like they're so different. Like you look at my podcast playlist, it doesn't make any sense. It goes from Harry Potter all the way right. down to like Joe Rogan to right. like gaming podcast to like it doesn't make sense like the way I think. So like. Like, yeah, mine doesn't either. Now that you say that, it's very weird. It my, mine goes from like Joe, like same thing, like Joe Rogan and uh, you know all those guys, Tom, um, you know Tom Segura, Ari Shafir, like that whole crew. I love all, like I listen to all that. I love like Bill Burr. Uh-huh. Um, do you know Bill Burr by the way? Yes, I've seen his specials. Some of them. The uh, I did the artwork for the Thursday afternoon pod, his podcast. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Yeah. So there's the Monday and there's the Thursday one. I did the Thursday one. Um. But like I listen to all that, but then I also listen to like stuff you should know and um, like Dan Carlin's like hardcore history and all this like weird random stuff. Yeah, that's a good podcast by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, history that's really stuff. good. Yeah, that's intense yeah. stuff. You can't listen to that at the end of the day. Like you got to listen to Dan Carlin like on a run in the morning. It, yeah. it's like intense. You can't listen to that at the end of the night after you've been like on the phone all day because it's just not going to process. Yeah, no, good no. You can't listen to that. Like that one's long. Let's switch gears to podcast. Let's get back, let's get back to what I know. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, right now, let me look. I, I'm pretty. Okay, you, you pull up here. I'll pull up mine. All right. Let's see. I mean, I have yours on here now. So there's yeah. one. Um, By the way, a lot of people I feel like after the last part are going to be thoroughly confused because I never talk about tech stuff with any of my friends. But I have. But I read up. I read up on it so much. I just don't want to be the guy who's like preachy about it. Yeah, but it's so funny. I've like never done that rant before. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so right now I kind of listen to. I mean, people give me suggestions all the time, so right. I like MMA podcasts a lot. Um, so nice. I'm pretty open to those. Like Brendan Schaub and all those guys. I do listen to Brendan Schaub's. Um, Don't yeah. you love how I knew that? How clutch was that that I knew that you were like Dan? Ariel Hawani's. I listen to like I listen to most of the podcasts that are MMA related. 
Um, do you do MMA or, or like that kind of stuff or not really? Yeah, I've done jujitsu for a while. I mean, like my name, my middle what? name is Lee, Brandon Lee. Okay. Uh, so I was named after uh, Bruce Lee's son. I think. Wow. So like, m- my dad put me in martial arts when I was like a k- little. Like I don't, I don't even remember. That is the coolest thing I've like legit ever heard. That's amazing. Like I was, so- I was like three years old, and I was just you know learning constantly. I think I've put at least. I'll say about thirty thousand hours in martial arts, something like that. Wow, that's like, crazy, man! I would go, I would go after school, spend about three hours every day, seven days a week, for like five, six years. That was Taekwondo. Wait, one more time on that. One more time. Like so I would, I would, I would uh, do like three hours in martial arts a week. So like I would go. Oh, okay. I start off in Taekwondo, so that's why I relate to like Joe Rogan in him. Yeah, yeah. Like that's how I found him because like I was like, oh yeah, you know. And then, because, uh, like, I related in the way, like, we competed in the same type of things. Like, goes, I was like, I, I relate to this guy. Because it's the same yeah. same thing that I had happened to me. Of course, he went into kickboxing. I never did kickboxing. I went straight into jiu-jitsu. Um, and I've been doing that ever since. I try to do it four times a week now. So, wow, at least one hour. Um, it's really... I would not fuck with you. I would definitely lose. Uh, I feel like... I feel <laughs> this like, guy would have me on the floor, like, immediately. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, I wish I did that kind of stuff. Though I don't know, like I feel like there's a there's a calm and a discipline that I would imagine comes from that. And um, I I try and exercise. I try and do like you know cardiovascular mm-hmm. exercise. I'm one of those people that like loves walking. I'll just start walking and just like keep going and just like get an Uber back because I walk too far. Oh yeah, I feel- <laughs> but that's about it though. I wish I did like jujitsu or something. Yeah, I mean like get the anger out. Yeah, I feel like it. Just, it's not really the anger that gets. Out. I mean, I get the anger out and like. If I try to punch something, but like, right. it's just like getting that anxiety out. Like I have a lot of anxiety, but after that, zero, nothing, like nothing like that. Like I'm just right, right, like you're unstoppable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like I just like learning from people. Like there's a million ways to do things, and like you don't realize it. Like you know, you grab someone's leg, you go down, boom. What do you do here? Right. What there's position? so many like, little nuances of like what, like where it could go. Yes, yeah, like I always have found the best. Yeah, and then you gotta like. I mean, like strength does come into it, but not as much as like in boxing. Like boxing, right? It's more like Yeah, I tried boxing for a while. That that stuff is brutal. Like, oh. like I just remember getting a hit, hit, and then hitting them, and like, oh yeah, like you're going down, and just you know. And I'm not really good at boxing because I'm one of those people that grits his teeth and like, I'm gonna get you. Ah, ah. So I just start swinging wildly. It it works, but like if someone's very uh, counter, right. Yeah, somebody knows what they're doing. If they're very like smart and intelligent, like I just they just like start piecing me up, and I'm like, um, after like three rounds of sparring, I'm like, ah, don't want to do this anymore. And then I just yeah, yeah. Out there. And then, but yeah, I mean, I still like punching bags and like learning how to punch. That's crazy though. That's cool. But yeah, I always feel like you gotta do something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't care what it is. It could be something yeah. like even just if it's get some, outside at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. I don't know. I feel like martial arts really helped me in like being calmer and not being mean to people. I, like, <laughs> like I, if I didn't do martial arts, I'd be such a mean. I'd be a real asshole. Yeah, I, yeah. I would so, be a real yeah. asshole because I, I just, you know, because like I need some way to express myself, and that's like the best way. And I think a lot of people don't really try it, so. I always suggest yeah. like just going in for one give class. Give it a shot, yeah. Because yeah. like, well, did... I'll give. I I'm too scrawny, but you know, if anyone listens to this, uh, let us know it. I'll repost it on Instagram. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You should. You probably like jujitsu the most. Um, 
that's probably where you would go. I would suggest. Yeah, a lot for of people, sure. Yeah, that seems like the one I, that I, I think I could do. I feel like I, I feel like I, I would like. I don't know. I feel like I have a really good understanding of like the concept of like leverage. Uh huh. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that would like be like helpful anyway. But yeah, it is helpful. It's just especially if you know what you're doing. I understand. Like I have like a natural understanding of like physics. I feel like. Oh, I just you, know they, when yeah. It's like yeah. So I feel like that would be good. I'm like I'm a good dancer. Like I, I could like for somebody who doesn't actually dance, I'm a great dancer. You know, people like I go to weddings and people are like you don't dance like on a regular basis. I'm like no, I just uh, I don't know. I have like the I have like a I don't know. Dancing definitely have, like, helps. I have a certain like, looseness to me that I feel like I would be good in a situation where it would be like – I don't know though. I also feel like I'll get my ass beat. Who knows? Who knows? That's, Probably the latter. You never know till you try. Like some people are really good. Like they just have a natural kind of talent. Where yeah. They, their instincts just kick in. They kind of know what they're doing. Um, of course like when you well, go – I can get really angry. So automatic, like I can get really like psycho. Like when I like fly off the handle, I get really psycho. So I feel like, I feel like if like – if you need to tap into that to like get ahead, like I got that shit because I like, I go crazy. Like my wife is like, go downstairs, please. You're being so loud. I'm just like, ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I wonder like what that would manifest in, in like the physical presence because I never get in fights. Like I don't, I don't know. Like one time I'm in high school, like I I used to get like lippy with people, and then this one time this kid, ironically enough, who did jujitsu, just like slammed me, like like took my body. And picked me up and threw me against the locker. He didn't even fight me, but he just like was like, "Yo, like I'm gonna beat your ass." Like I had the wind knocked out of me, and he could tell. And he just like then took his hand, like and like five star my chest, and put me back up in the locker. And I just in that moment, I was like, "Yo, you gotta be careful." Like to myself, I was like, "You gotta be careful because like a lot of people like to talk shit, but like if someone knows how to fight and like you don't know how to fight, like you're gonna." Ooh, it's gonna be a bad day for you. I could just tell from that, like the way he came in, I was like, wow. Like, I mean, I'm either gonna be like double down on this musician kind of shit and be super creative, and I did, uh, or I'm gonna like go down this route where I can defend myself. But now that I'm older, I wanna like, I wanna like round it out. I wanna have both now. Yeah. Because yeah. I came like the sensitive guy, but I also wanna be the guy who's like super calm because he knows he could beat the fuck out of you. But like not do and not actually do that, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I try. I try not to talk about it a lot when like I'm in front of people because it's like, like I don't know. I just don't. Be that guy. Yeah, I don't want to be the guy. Like, yeah, I do this. I do that. Did you but, go this? Yeah, yeah. But then uh, I, I feel like you know. But then people see me like shadow boxing or doing something. Like I'm watching videos or something and like learning, like uh, a great. Yeah. Like, if you just want to learn jujitsu on your own, you can learn it at home. I mean, you don't really need a person. You just got to look at, like, drills, kind of, like, practice, you know, yeah. if, you, if you have a girlfriend or a friend or someone who can be your, your, you know, let me test this out. Let me try this on you, you know? How's this yeah. work, you know? How do I choke you? Like, can I right. just, you know? Let so, me choke you. Yeah, yeah. So, you're that out of context and you're just like, what's happening? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so I feel like a lot of people, like, see that and they're like, why do you do that every day? I'm like I have no idea, so I just <laughs> I'm just one of those people like, you know, I don't know. When I wake up, I try shadow boxing at least once. I don't know. Um, it's like my meditation. A lot of people do meditation. I'm like, oh, that stuff doesn't work for me. I can't sit down and just be like, mm, yum, whatever. See, but for me though, for me, like that sounds sounds kind of cool. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's weird. It's like different people. I think like they have like uh, different like not like demons. But they have different shit that they have to conquer. So for me, 
like, I don't know. I've always been like had crazy amounts of energy. So for me, the notion of like being super calm and like the opposite of, of like super like engaged, like it's like the, my mindset is always just on this like frequency of just like wild, as you could probably tell from this conversation, Mm -hmm. like wild, crazy, like a lot of energy. So like, I didn't feel like I needed to like fight it out. I felt like I needed to like, you know, go in the woods and like stare at trees and like sit down and like be one with nature. That was always so. I think that people will find that kind of peace in like in different ways. But yeah, who knows? Jitsu. My wife would like not be down for that. Like I did CrossFit for a while and I got way too into it. Uh And she was like, "Please just like continue to stay out of shape and like have pizza with me, so we could just have a normal." (laughs) I'd be like getting up like five o'clock in the morning, like coming home. Like I don't know. Yeah. I got obsessed with things, so I knew that if I get get into jujitsu, that's my excuse for today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm so bad with obsessions. I think I moved from like one. I, I'm very ADHD and like moving to things, like going from here to there to this to that to there. I mean, they're usually right. in the same type of area. But you know, I might want to learn how to dance now that you talked about dancing. I'm like, I should probably try that. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't actually dance. Like, I never had any professional training. Uh-huh. But like, if you put on like Earth, Wind, and Fire by September. Like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna dance that like you've never seen. Nah. Like like you look at me and I'm like a skinny scrawny white kid, but I dance like I don't know, Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> well, crazy. DJ, so, so a lot of time I'm a MC, so a lot of times I'm the first guy on the dance floor, and when you're the fourth, <clears throat> when you're the first guy on the dance floor, uh, you can't suck, because then people don't dance with you. So I had to learn how to kind of have some like you know. Like, you know, in um, that movie with Will Smith and Kevin James, Hitch? Hitch, yeah, yeah. Remember how he, like, he's, like, there's, like, the basic dance with I kind of, like, started, like, with that uh-huh. stuff. And then over time, you kind of just start to, like, feel it in your in your soul. And you and uh, I would recommend, if you want to get better at dancing, talk to people that are really good dancers and ask them how they tap into it. And they all have different answers, and sometimes those answers will actually help you to find it. Like, I talked to somebody one time. And they were like, uh, he's a, one of the best dancers I know. This guy in my firehouse. And uh, he actually does professional dance. And I was like, like, how do you find your intuition? How do you figure out, like, what's the right way to move? And he said that, um, like, he's always, like, he's playing out in his mind, like, a visual thing, like, with the song. And then he's acting out what he's seeing in, in his head. And that sounds really weird. But if you dance and you think like that, like, because a lot of people dance and they're kind of just like, I don't know what's happening. I do this with my arms. I do this with my arms. He's seeing like wavelengths in his head that are like going with the music. And then his like body follows the wavelengths. I was like, yo, that is dope. And I feel like from that day, I became a better dancer. Yeah, you just got to have the tempo. I don't know. I feel like I'm such a... You either have it or you don't. I'm telling you, I'm so born with it. It's not even funny. Like I'd say, it naturally comes to me. Like you said, we're saying about jujitsu. Some people have it. Some people don't. Well, I came out with a dance gene. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. Like, I always get confused. I'm like, is this genetic or is this like, like, is this like learned? Like, I feel a lot of things you can learn. Um, like, jujitsu is one of those that you can learn. You could be more technical, not necessarily talented in like how you do things, but you can be so technical and just like know way more. Just be so knowledgeable that the other person doesn't know what you're doing, and right. that that gets into a place where like. You know, you're doing stuff that they're like, oh, he's not doing anything. He's just trying to scramble. And right. Like, 
And then all of a sudden, you see some type of knee bar. You see some type of thing you've never heard about. You're like, what is that submission? I've right. never heard about that. You just grab my t- a toe lock. You're going to do a toe lock on me? A toe lock? That yeah. sounds really crazy. Well, it's crazy because uh, and th- that's the same thing with photography and with graphic design is that um, – like you know i'll I'll use um like graphic design for example um i talked with a guy on my podcast my podcast is about graphic design and you know creativity and people entry level i should say before the podcast ends because i gave no context before i just been talking about myself so much lately that i was like oh i'll leave that out but then people can be like wait what does the kid do so the podcast seeks to bridge the gap between entry level creatives and the industry's best and so i found out all this information from all these different People like, and this was from the guy actually who did the Nickelodeon logo, mm-hmm. um, like the splat, oh, and yeah. he did the Nick, uh, Nick and Knight logo, among other things. Sean Adams, his name is, just a great guy. A prof- uh, he's on LinkedIn Learning, so if you want to learn more about graphic design, can't recommend his classes enough. Anyway, so he said um, that graphic design and you know how you set yourself apart in graphic design is like everything has already been done before, or like. They come up with new things, but for the most part, everything has has um, been done before. And this is going to tie in with the jujitsu kind of thing about what you just said. And as a graphic designer, the the broader your visual vocabulary, he said this term, uh, visual vocabulary, which means like your knowledge of everything that has ever been made. So in, in, and it's kind of translates with you. It's like every move that's like ever been done, and like what you're aware, like what you're aware of translates to how well you will be doing like your your next move so if people are like oh like i like you're having you're having to relearn the lessons that people have dedicated their whole lives to learning so like with jujitsu moves for example it's like people have mastered that art and mastered how to do that but you need to be educated on what's coming next in order to be better than your opponent and with graphic design it's kind of like that same thing i feel like every profession has that it's like you must be acutely aware of what has been done before on what is out there and then how you will then apply that to your skill set. I feel like like no matter what the thing is, whether it be dance, jujitsu, graphic design, photography, like in order to be a practitioner, you have to kind of, um, you know, have studied the greats and like know what's out there. Yeah, you yeah. And then, and then it gets weird once you get to a certain level. You start making up shit. Like you start just kind of going off right. the rails. Right, you do your own stuff on top of that, yeah. and that's how you, that's people. That's how that's your like style. People are like, what's the style? Or the style is the the sauce on top um, of the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like right. uh, the secret sauce. That's what I tell people. Just gotta have yeah, it. Yeah. Once you make your secret sauce, it's it's, it's just it's game over for everybody. Cause I just the way good you burger. do it. No, I want a cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Every time I think of like SpongeBob or anything like that, because you mentioned Lincoln Long, it's like SpongeBob. I want a Krabby Patty or something like that. Um, Krabby Patties always seem so good. I always like wanted one. Yeah, I, I I always thought like I don't know. All those shows kind of like talked about food in like this weird way. Um, I'm like, man, they're always talking about food. This is like well, you're so curious to try it. I feel like you know what I mean. It's like you've seen so many episodes. You're like, damn, like what does a Krabby Patty taste like? Like you want to know. Yeah. Like yeah. you want to understand what all the hype is about. And yeah. bikini bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the best way we could ever end that right there. All right. We'll end it there. This is <laughs> this is good. This is great. Um, meet the creatives. Um, yeah. So. Meet the creatives NY on Instagram. Uh, that's the that's the number one place to go. All right. And everything else is, is, is subpar compared to that link. And if you don't have Instagram, it's link, link tree slash meet the creatives NY. 
All right, and we can end it there. All right, everybody, have a beautiful day. Keep killing it. Do whatever you do, and uh, live your life. Live it to the fullest. Yeah, yeah, to the max.